Hello and welcome everyone. It is episode four of Beer 30. I'm your host, Luke McDermott, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Drew Grill. Drew, how's it going today? What up? What up? What up? Episode four. I got nothing. Nothing exciting going on in your life? <laughs> Just hanging out? No. I saw somebody freak out at Walmart the other day. Uh some COVID stuff, and I think he was probably also on meth, but it's Iowa, so what are you going to do? I feel like you got to tell that story now. Okay, so basically I was just in like the self-checkout at Walmart, and there's like the people, the workers there with masks, and uh, I'm just sitting at my self-checkout, and I was buying a knife set, because I don't have a knife set, and you have to be... 16 to buy knives in Iowa so I needed like the guy to come over and just verify that I was 16 and uh, I was waiting for him and I heard just some dude just go get away from me man like really loud and I was like turned around and I couldn't figure out who it was and I realized it was somebody else in the self-checkout and he was just like get away from me man and he just like started screaming get the fuck away from me man get back get the fuck back like over like i not censoring him at all that's what he's yelling like 10 times and then like the guy had to come up to his like station to like scan his card or whatever to verify something just like he had to come over to me to verify something and this guy just flipped out on him and then like the oh guy just like God. reached around him and like scanned his card or whatever and then uh <laughs> the funniest part was it of it was uh he's walking away and i couldn't hear the walmart guy and he was like he must have said like you know i was just trying to help or something like that because the tweaker dude turned around and yelled you're too fucking helpful man you're too helpful and then just like, <laughs> like walked out and in my head i'm like Dude, the next time that guy has like a review or whatever, he can go into his boss's office and be like, I was yelled at for being too helpful. Like I need like three extra dollars an hour. Yeah, it's a pretty great recommendation if you ask me, man. <laughs> I was and the guy was like right behind me because I was at the very last self checkout, like right before you like walk out of that little area and walk out the door. So he's like right behind me when he yelled that. And I just like, I was still turned around watching the whole thing. And I just started laughing at him. And he gave me a very dirty look as he walked out of there. But it, I mean, sue me. It was great. Well, on that note, I think it's time to crack our beers. Oh, man. I forgot about. We still have no bar name, people. We're sorry. We're failing you. But I no mean, one's giving me any point, suggestions either. Yeah, I mean, I think I've gotten a couple, but they're they're intriguing, but nothing is uh nothing's jumping out at me, you know. So, yeah. Okay. Jumping into our first segment, and one segment I am or topic I'm super excited about. Percy Jackson is going to have a series on Disney Plus. Rick Reardon, the writer for the books announced it May 14th on Twitter with his wife with a video. And this is something that I have wanted since the movies failed me so miserably and failed so many other people I feel like as well. So what we know about it, I need to 
I want to set the scene real quick for these listeners. I went to uh, the second Percy Jackson movie with Luke, and he was even more mad leaving that movie than he was leaving Iron Man 3. Oh, my God. And that's, <laughs> that's, that's saying something. You were, dude, you were so mad. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you. What's the? It's the Olympians one, right? The second one? <laughs> The second one, Sea of Monsters, and oh man, yeah. I, that, so yeah, I, yeah. I deliberately ignored that movie when I was writing this, my notes for this, because that movie just okay. I wasn't going to talk about that. I didn't read that, the books. That movie and it stunk. ignores so many plot points. It just, it just like rewrites the second book, and it's a terrible terrible rewrite i can't even go i i don't even want to get into it it's so bad oh man when i was when i was doing a little research for this because i didn't read the percy jackson books i'm more excited about what this like series entails for other series and stuff but we'll get into that but i read that like the fifth book like some parts of the fifth book got written into that second movie that they made yeah it's i like, yeah, and like mixed books. It's like you and took like, the last. Not how you like, do it when you want to do a book series? It's like taking like Harry Potter, figuring out like about the Horcruxes, and like putting that into like the second movie of the series. It just doesn't make any sense at all. It's like, why is this okay? They just like they skip. Yeah. Okay, I'm not getting into that. It's like it's like putting <laughs> Thanos in fucking Thor one. Yeah, it's like wait, what? That's a that's a great analogy as well. Okay, but what we know about the series that's going to be on Disney Plus, the first season is going to be book one. So obviously, from that we can kind of just guess it's going to be a book per season, which is like perfect. Five seasons, five books. They might do something longer for the last one because if I remember correctly, the last one, I think one of these books is like a little bit longer. So they might do something special for that. But uh, Rick and his wife Becky are going to be involved in every aspect, whereas they weren't really involved uh, in the movies, I guess. And then Rick is currently no, he wasn't. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Rick is like currently writing the plot for uh, uh, these move uh, this series right now. So that's like, like that's a huge yeah, like the plot, the whole well, he's doing the plot outline right now. So I don't think he's working on the script yet, but like he's like. I think he's going to yeah. try. To, uh, what I'm guessing he's doing is just like taking parts of his books and like cutting or part of the first book and cutting it down. My cat is freaking out right now because his name is Percy uh, because I love these books so much. And like <laughs> I was going to bring that up. Losing his mind behind me because I keep saying <laughs> his name, but I'm not talking to him. Percy use. Yep. So that's what we know about it. A book per season him and his wife will be involved in every aspect and he's currently writing the plot outline so what i want from this is book accuracy i because the first movie was like pretty good but it missed like a lot of the main plot points in the book and like i still remember them i haven't read the book since seventh grade i believe but i still remember these specific things being left out of the movie and that is like Percy uses his powers before he knows who his father is. He like uses it to pick, like a girl's picking on him, like two different girls pick on him. And he uses his powers over the like what he has the ability to control water. He uses those powers to like 
basically stopped those girls from picking on him. They completely left that out of the um, movie until he's like, basically already knows what that like, not who his father is, but like he already knows he's like a demigod and all this shit. But another thing that needs to be from the books, in my opinion, is Ares, the god of war, his involvement. He's so involved in the first book, but he was, I'm pretty sure, not even in. I don't even know if he was involved in the first movie at all, besides like the very end when you see all the gods. But Ares is who you believe to be the main villain of the first book. And then the last point is the main bad guy, his name is Luke. In the movie, he basically fights Percy before Percy's trying to like return uh, the lightning bolt to Zeus. But in the book, Luke is, it's like a perfect cliffhanger for the end of the season. So if you don't want to know how I believe the season's going to end, tune out now. But here's what happens in the book. Luke, uh, like finds Percy in the woods and basically explains that he's the one that stole the lightning bolt. He's the one that uh, stole something from uh, Hades. And then uh, he tells him about like Kronos, who is the father to all the gods or or all the main gods, not all the gods, but um, he tells him about how like Kronos has recruited him to help throw over the gods or something and then at the very end he fucking poisons percy with like a scorpion and percy's like on the edge of death i think that would be like the best cliffhanger for season one yeah i again did not read these books i um what i'm excited for is like if they can get the budget for it and everything which is disney plus i mean yeah the mouse house got money so if they put enough budget into it, like the CGI looks good, like the gods look good. Like uh, I remember I specifically remember the lightning bolt in the movie because the lightning bolt actually looked sick in the movie. I think the CGI was really good in the movies. Like there were some yeah, parts. That and then I'm excited about like the Greek uh, mythology and all that with it. Oh, yeah. I love that so much. I really because one thing you don't do, people. If you didn't know, you don't argue about Greek mythology with a Percy Jackson kid. So I'm not going to try to do that here today. (laughs) I mean, I'll admit to not knowing that much about Greek mythology because I will like straight up be like, what I know about it is from the Percy Jackson books, and like I've done like some extra research because I found it interesting. I think I took maybe one class in college on it, but other than that, like. I don't really know that much about it. I I haven't read the books in years, so like I really don't know that much about it anymore. Yeah, and then like all the characters in that show, or sorry, show, uh, those books are like like the Greek characters are really interesting, and like I'm thinking about like Medusa and like Zeus and like Hermes and all these Greek gods, and if they can do that well and like. Again, CGI and like how it's produced is going to be a big factor in this whole thing. And then I just like a season, a book, because you can hit everything in the book. You can make every like because that's the obviously why it's popular. The whole book is like you can't just have parts and expect it to be as well liked as a book. That's why I never really understood movies with this stuff. Like Harry Potter took a huge risk and people just loved it. And then people or other production companies tried to uh like do the same thing 
it just didn't work because like you can't yeah. do like you have like eight books in a series or whatever you like you can't just count on the budget to do eight movies mm-hmm. so i think like series like this are going to be the way of getting books adapted to the screen and i do not like to read but i love to watch tv shows and movies so i'm 100 percent down for this i like the what this like kind of entails because there's other series that i actually read when i was a kid that i would like to see i was gonna ask you something i totally forgot if you have any other points say oh, one now. more thing i just remembered they need to have like actual teenagers play the roles because when the movies came out they were basically young adults they were not teenagers they were definitely not in high school anymore like i i don't know I think that's one thing that they need to do. And then I saw somebody tweet about it, but like I, uh, somebody's like, I don't want any Marvel characters in this universe. And like, okay, that made me think of something else. I want them to cast it similar to how they cast it. Like Marvel, like with like lesser known people. Um, and like, I don't want, I would like it if there's like not a lot of huge names in it, because I think that would give people more room to like shine. That was that's I'm so glad you said that because that was my question. Who do you want to be cast as Percy Jackson? Because my original thought was Tom Holland, but like five years ago, Tom Holland. Yeah, he's too old. He's too old point. now. Yeah, yeah. And then I, my second I don't thought have was, oh shit. Well, my second thought was, oh shit, they're gonna cast Finn Wolfhard, and I don't want that. That'd be terrible. I think he'd be terrible, but uh, the Noah kid. From that series, Noah Snaps. I don't know how to say his name. I'm so bad with names. Which yeah, which he kid would is be he? a pretty good Percy. Is he uh, the? Oh God, what's his name? I don't know. It's Will. There we go. Got it. Oh, Will. Yeah, Will wouldn't be bad. I, think I thought he'd of the be a good Percy. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, he'd be a really good Percy too. I I mean, my thing is with the movie. I don't care if like the girl or with. Uh, like Annabeth was like had brown hair in the first movie. And it's like a huge plot point, in my opinion, that she has blonde hair in the books. I don't know how many times I can remember it being commented on that she has blonde hair. And in the first movie, she had clearly has brown hair. And it's like you you could have just dyed her hair. Dude, that's the one thing that makes me so mad about adaptations into movies is when they do little stuff like that. Like, because when they describe something, they usually put in like points about their physical appearance. So like, yes. you they get every character gets described physically in a book, pretty much. And then later mm-hmm. through the series or through that book, when something's happening to them, they might describe it by, like by saying their hair flipped like that way, or they did this or whatever. It totally matters because it's like. It's po- like you said, it's pointed out a decent amount in that book. I wouldn't know that she's blonde. I but, mean, if you read the books, uh, you I I feel like it's it's a huge for some reason it's a huge detail about her that she's blonde. Maybe it's because her mom is Athena and Athena's blonde, and that's like a I don't know. I just yeah. I feel like that was one thing that really bothered me about the movie. I was like, why is she like why did you not dye her hair blonde? But dude, um, I could go on the, forever, but that's just the first book. 
like I'm extremely excited to see what happens. But like you said, uh, I'm really excited to see what other doors this opens for other book series. Yeah, because I thought of a couple that I read before I stopped reading books. Like, I don't know, eighth grade. I just was done reading books. That I would definitely watch. Like, Disney Plus or wherever. Like, Netflix has produced some good ones. Because, like, a ser- I read all of a series of unfortunate events. And I loved that Netflix series. Because the... I liked the movie with Jim Carrey. But, like, they did the first three books in a movie. And they did not do it justice, like, at all that way. And they hit, like... From what I remember, pretty much everything. And they did it in, like, a different way for the Netflix series. So, this and like series of unfortunate events i think is just opening doors for the book series streaming series and if i might say that was another movie that was like it was around the same period of percy jackson that in my opinion was trying to capitalize on the harry potter book to movie franchise yeah because there's like i don't think it succeeded very well yeah because there's like aragon they tried and uh Percy Jackson. Yeah, there's a, there's a good amount that I can't even think off the top of my head, but I would one of them that I would love to see. Did you ever uh, read the Alex Ryder series? Oh my gosh! Yes, yes. that'd be I, sick. The spy series, right? That was the spy series. Yeah, uh, like the yeah, where he's Stormbreaker like a kid engine, point blank. Scorpion yeah, he's like a key kid, like one of them. Yes, skeleton key or scorpion. Yeah. One no, of those two. Key, Eagle Strike, Scorpia, Archangel, and Snakehead. Dude, those books Dude. I wanted to, I wanted every single gadget they ever described in those books. Yeah. Like, and they made so a, they made thick. a Stormbreaker. They made a Stormbreaker movie. I'm not sure if they ever made a point blank movie, but I think they casted it like really well. But it's just like again, there's like seven books in that series. You can't just count on the budget to be there for that. And I feel like it'd be cheaper to make a TV series anyway. Maybe you do the first season, the first book, and no one really picks up on it, and you're done. But like, a movie production just seems way more expensive. I'm I'm almost positive it is. <laughs> I could be very yeah. wrong though. I don't know anything about the finances of movies or TV shows. Yeah. Oh man, was a. Uh... Now that I'm thinking about that Stormbreaker movie. Was the Alex Ryder kid? Oh no, never mind. Just kidding. I just looked it up. I thought it was the kid from uh, Hook, the kid that played Peter Pan, not him. So they did make an Alex Ryder movie. Yeah, they made Stormbreaker, the first one, and it was pretty good. I liked it, but it just you can't. I don't know. Getting because you have to get like theater sales and stuff like that. You just need streams on Netflix and Disney Plus, and you'll get a lot more people to watch that way. And you'll hit, and you'll make a lot more fans of the actual books happy because you'll be able to hit all the points. Oh crap! I think I did see this. Is this the dude from I Am Number Four? Maybe. Okay, he is. Um. Yes, I absolutely agree with you. Another series that I was thinking would be really good is the Maximum Ride series. Um, yeah. Now, yes, this was a great book series. It's about kids that, like, in a 
uh, they get their gene or their DNA crossed with like bird DNA and some of them and then like a whole batch of them have like superhuman abilities where they can obviously fly. And then like later in the book series, they like uh, adapt like more powers. It's awesome. The books were so great. I think it'd be such a perfect TV show as well. Yeah, I remember that. I didn't read them. I remember them, though. Uh, I thought of another one. Do you remember your hatchet? Oh, shit. We all had to read in like fourth grade. Yes, it took me a second, but yes, I absolutely do. So So like the plane crash one, right? Yeah, and he's got to like survive in the wilderness. So that's got a that's a five book series, dude. And I read all those books. This five book series. Yes, I read all of these books, and I'm not kidding you. I realized today when I was like just uh, like trying to look up these books that I read them in the completely wrong order, and the reason I never noticed was because they're all like somewhat different but on the same like idea so it'd be like a sick tv series because it'd be kind of like black mirror ish and whoever you'd get to play brian the character in it would have to be like a really fucking good actor because they'd have to play the same character but like in basically five different ways um let me see what are these Uh, okay so the first one's hatchet obviously and then the second one okay the second one's the river and the government sends Brian back out to the wilderness to, uh, like, figure out how he survived or whatever. And they bring a, like, they put somebody with him. But then a storm comes and knocks that guy out. And then they got to go. He's got to, like, use a raft and travel, like, 100 miles of, like, river that he doesn't know uh, to get, like, this guy back to civilization to where he can, like, get medical attention. And then there's Brian's Winter, and that one's like, what if Brian was never found at the end of summer? I think I read that. Yeah, and then there's Brian's Return, where he just like gets fed up with like, uh, like going back because he's just like so used to the wilderness at that point or whatever. He liked it so much or whatever it is, which I think would be like a really good season on like a mental health kind of thing or like episode or whatever you want to make it. And then yeah. uh, the last one, Brian's Hunt, which would just be like a badass one, I think. Because, and that one's like with a dog. I remember, uh, like, he finds like this hurt dog, and it'd be like a, it'd be like a reverse John Wick almost. You know, it'd be really like, interesting if they with... didn't line them up chronologically and they just kind of put seasons in between, but like did like a weird interconnecting thing in between them. That'd be cool. Yeah, like they add a, they add a, big character arc throughout the whole thing or like something yes yeah oh i get you that'd be cool i like that idea dude you know what books use okay magic tree house that needs a tv show so bad i read so many of those like you don't even like that would just be like episode like episodes it doesn't even need to be like a like a built-up thing even like you could just go like if you th- they'd be super educational because yeah, i remember the books like actually teaching you things oh that'd be such a good show oh i need that now and then you could like there's like obviously there's like 60 of those books or something like that like there's a, mil- oh, a bunch geez, of i'm gonna books. look up how many books there are in that t- it's gotta be yeah but like it's so easy to change like uh 
the actors, like the kid actors in that show. It could just be like the original one's little brother if they get too old for it or whatever, or like new kids stumble on the magic treehouse. That could go forever, and they could just keep making those. Like that could just turn into a. Like, There's 54 books. Oh my god, I can't believe I was close to 60. That was a Dang, wild guess. Dude. <laughs> um, dude, I I need whoa. that series now. That would be a good series as well. Yeah, dude. Disney Plus, hire us. We're just ideas, guys. We will never back any of this up with like more than just baseline ideas like this. But <laughs> I'll try. I'll do it. I'll come up with plot lines. I'll read those Magic Treehouse books again if I have to. I'll read them a hundred times. Oh, yeah. yeah I'll do it. <laughs> That's okay. such a good idea. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I, uh, do you have any others? Or No, that was it. Man, right on. The Magic okay. Treehouse one just came out of, out of left field. Yeah. I liked it. Okay. All right, Luke. It's time to. It's time for that special time of the week. We bouncing this week. You got okay. I got a I got a good one here. I'm bouncing people who don't put their shopping carts back in the receptacle. Dude, you're not. You're. Are you serious I'm right now? Dead serious. I hate these people. That is, that is mine, dude. No I'm not way. shitting you, dude. I'm okay. I got. Dude. Another, I got another beer. I'm not, uh, dude, bro. What? That's wild. We did not talk Are you going to talk about the shopping cart theory? All. I mean, I retweeted about this Are shopping you... cart theory. I retweeted that the other day. I, it's so. I saw it on Reddit. So, oh, what the boom. fuck, dude? Dude, that's insane. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's pretty simple though. Basically, the idea is there is it does not benefit you at all it does not hurt you at all unless you are in a dire situation but you should be putting back your shopping cart whenever you are done with it at the nearest receptacle and you should not just be like throwing it up on a sidewalk or on the curb of of, like maybe a little like island it it, i read that and i was i like i got like a little bit frustrated like thinking about all the times that i was a shopping cart like i worked at hy-vee and i had to go pick up shopping carts that made me so mad when it was just sitting in the middle uh, like or like right next to it it's like are you kidding me it's like you are literally one spot away why did you not just like walk it over there dude so no joke the other day i was at walmart and i was going to put my shopping cart away and they were like all bunched up they were in the receptacle for where you put your shopping carts but they were all fucked up and so i was kind of just like maneuvering them all so they'd like interlock and stuff so there'd be more room because they were starting to get out into like the parking lot and like i was a little annoyed but it really didn't bother me because i just didn't i don't know for some reason i didn't care that day and then a few days later i saw that theory on reddit and basically the theory is that it is the most like pure test of a human if on whether or not they can self-govern and basically like just be a part of a like a good part of the society because yeah like you said putting it away does not benefit you in any way and leaving it just in the middle of the parking lot or wherever you leave it and not put it where it's supposed to go the receptacle does not hurt you in any way you're not gonna get a fine no one's gonna like follow you and like nothing's gonna happen but just doing it is like the purest form of whether or not you are just like basically how I see it, whether or not you're a piece of shit. 
Dude, true. And you know what? I'm going to choose that. That's fair. Yeah, I can't believe we had the same thing. That's the most random. Because that's an old, that's a Reddit thread from like 2011 or something like that. The thing I saw was a post from 4chan, I believe. I could be wrong. That's that's so funny. Yeah. Oh, and then I had another part of that story. So I had to go back to Walmart today. And I was thinking about this. So I'm I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it. But I left my shopping cart in the parking lot. Just to see, you know, and, and literally Walmart is across the street from my apartment complex. Since it happened, I've been wanting to go over there and just like grab every shopping cart in the parking lot I see and put it away because I feel like such a dick. You know what? You should. You should go put all the. I know. I, I just wanted. I just wanted to see what it was like. And I feel like an asshole. Okay, I feel like good. a big. You should feel like an asshole. That makes me a good person, I think. But I'm gonna pick up like five shopping carts next time I go to Walmart, and I think I'll make up for it. I think I think that you will. Yes, it's like <laughs> you're like my like my priest. Like say five Hail Marys. Like go pick up go five, pick shopping, five carts shopping carts, and you will be absolved. Of all <laughs> so you can bounce. You're out of here. You're out of here. People who do that shit gone. All right, now it's time for a new segment, and this segment is called "What's That Tune." And now it's not going to be like a guessing game or anything, but if you want to guess, you can. Uh, there's no prize. Um, but basically, this is going to be Pride. this is going to be a segment where uh, we either highlight new music, uh, new albums, or just like songs or uh, artists that we believe should be like highlighted. And this week, I uh, I found a new song called "Aristocrat" by Raleigh Ritchie. Raleigh Ritchie is actually Grey Worm from Game of Thrones, if you guys don't know. So I'm going to play like 10 seconds of it here. And then uh, y'all should go. You should, uh, once you obviously finish our podcast, go listen to it on Spotify. So here's 10 seconds. I think tasty jams. What was that? It's a tasty jams. Oh, dude, I love that song. I it came out on my birthday, so hype. But or the music video did at least. I don't, I don't actually know when the song came out, but the music video did, and that's how I found it. <laughs> it's a really cool music video on YouTube, though. You should go check that out. It's called Aristocrats by Raleigh Ritchie, and that's the end of what's that tune? Oh, all right, yeah. Send us any music you're vibing to. Oh, yeah. If you have new songs that you want us to highlight, hit us up. Well, I'm just always looking for new music. We might not highlight it. I mean, if it's good enough, I'll highlight it. Share your, yeah, true. Yeah. But share your tunes with this. Okay. On to our second topic of the night. Boba Fett was just announced to be in the second season of Mandalorian. I got a hot take, Luke. Hit me with it. Don't like it. Stupid. Dumb. Yeah, I got a couple questions because I'm like, uh, my biggest question is, uh, how is he alive? He's dead? Yeah, no, he was eaten by a Sarlacc, so... I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, my my first point was going to be stop bringing back dead characters because you did it with Darth Maul, but Darth Maul at least makes kind of sense. 
when he's cut in half, like at the waist. Yeah. So you could, I mean, and then he became half machine. And I, I mean, it's Star Wars. Yeah. So I can bend my belief a little bit, but that man was eaten by a giant sand worm tremor thing. Like, I've seen tremors. You don't come back from that. Yeah. So. I mean, there are, obviously, there's the Legends comic book series where they're like, something like he forms like a telepathic link with the Sarlacc or something like that. And I just hope they don't do that because that just feels so weird, right? And like, they have to show him survive that. Otherwise, everybody, you can't just like explain that away. You have to, I want to visually see how the hell he got out of there. Because the last we heard of him, he was just like a pathetic like whale as he flew into the mouth of a Sarlacc pit. Yeah, no, he got he was eaten. Like, but I don't, I, that just made me so mad. And the only way I see this working, and they could totally make it work. Don't get me wrong. Like, this is not the only way it's gonna work. I don't really know what I'm talking about here, people. But true, I think they're gonna make Boba Fett his dad. I can't remember Mando's real name right now, but. I think that's what's going to happen is he's going to be like his dad and there's going to be like flashbacks and like Mando's childhood that's going to help him in the present. Well, like present in the show is the only way I see it working. But be an interesting take on it. Because like they show the they show the first season him being put in that like bunker by his parents. Yeah. Or whoever. And maybe those weren't like maybe they explained that it wasn't his parents. Is I don't know. It's no, because that explains how he's picked up by Mandalorians. So they're gonna explain after that. So it'd be after that. Yeah, but Boba wasn't a real Mandalorian. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. No, he's a part of the Creed. No, George Lucas like stated explicitly. That's the confusing that part. He was not a man. No, they. Only by that's what he because he was teasing it for the show. He was saying he's not a Mandalorian, like from Mandalore, is what he was like saying. He was a part of the bounty hunters, like guild, yeah. But Mandalorians aren't necessarily bounty hunters, like Mandalorians are like a specific, like they get picked up when they're a child, they put that helmet on, and then they don't take that helmet off. Boba Fett took his helmet off, right. No, Boba Fett never took his helmet off. Django Fett did. Django Fett did. But I'm, I'm, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure Boba Fett was not an actual like Mandalorian sworn into like the yeah Brotherhood. I know he was about like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I know you're. That's how I read it at least. So either way, I just like I don't really like. I think all the castings they've come out with for season two of Mandalorian have been great. And I like how they're bringing the guy who played Django Fett from the prequels back to, uh, yeah, for, to play Boba Fett, which makes sense because he's a clone. But I mean, Rosario Dawson yep. as a Sogatano is maybe the greatest casting of all time. And I can't remember. Um, Katie Sackhoff yeah. is Bo-Katan. Yeah, thank you, bro. Um, here's hot take. I think now I could be wrong, but what if he's not only playing Boba Fett, he's also playing Captain Rex? Oh, oh shit. That would be way better. 
Oh my god. I hope they're just faking us out right now and that we're not actually doing Boba Fett and it's gonna be Rex. Because I think honestly, a certain a certain level of Star Wars fan or a certain yeah, I will all say level of Star Wars fan, we're all gonna appreciate that way more than bringing Boba Fett back, I think. I mean, in my personal opinion. I mean, I personally would. Because, like. I love Captain Yeah. Fox, and it would fit perfectly with Ahsoka Tano also being back. Yeah. But the only issue with it is it's probably out of his lifespan. I could be wrong, though. No, because uh, I had this mapped out because I was mad. Okay, so Boba. Uh, so Jango Fett died uh, 22 bby and then uh boba died for aby so Django, I, I don't know i'll give i don't know boba was probably like what 13 10 to 13 when Django died in episode two yeah that's a hard question yeah i know clone wars like probably actually addresses how old he is yeah i'm not super but- well versed in clone wars the Rebels series. That's my biggest issue with. So. But yeah, I'm saying when like when Boba died, he was probably like I mean he was probably like in his 30s or whatever. So like it really isn't that big of a timeline because Mando happens nine Aby, which is five years after Boba dies, which is why I just don't understand. Oh shit! Yeah. So I don't understand why. Yeah. So Captain Rex could definitely yeah, be. He could be very exactly, old man, which is would which would make more that. sense. Because Boba, when he died, would only be in like his thirties, and the actor who played Jango Fett is more of like his upper forties now, fifties, and they can do stuff to make him look younger. But Captain Rex would make way more sense to look older, yeah, because they have uh, oh accelerated aging, I think, to like a certain point. So, man, I hope they're, I, yeah, I hope they're faking us out there. I like that. I didn't even think about Captain Rex. If you don't know Captain Rex, go watch the Clone my, Wars, people. One of my points for this season was if they do go with having Ahsoka, Boba, and Bo-Katan all, like, that's a lot of really big names from the Star Wars universe that people are going to be mad if you don't give them enough spotlight or airtime, you know what I but mean? But the thing is, I have total faith in Johnny Favs. Oh, I do too. I just think it's a. I think that it could. It's going to be interesting to see how all of these characters are going to interweave, but not like I. I'm wondering if like is Ahsoka going to get like a spinoff from this, or are they doing no Mandalorian spinoffs? Or am I imagining uh, that I read that? Well, see, it, you it would be a Mandalorian spinoff if you did Ahsoka. That's just like these are just Star Wars stories. No, yeah, you're you're right, but like it would be from the Mandalore, like it would be a spinoff in a sense. Now, maybe if they don't take it directly from like the story of the Mandalorian and it's like five years down the line and then it's like an Ahsoka story with Baby Yoda or something like that, then it's not really a spinoff. It's just an Ahsoka story, but I think people would consider it a spin-off. Yeah, like it's the actors from it it's and like, that's where the live act. I get what you're saying. Yeah. I know Disney's. Plus, is planning on doing a good amount of Star Wars series, which I'm down for versus Star Wars movies because Disney proved to all of us that they can't 
fucking handle those. Well, Taika. That is true. I think he'll be just that fine. That is true. Taika's doing Mr. one. God, that man is what a beautiful man. Him and Wilson from Home Improvement are, yeah. The I kings mean, of this podcast. Come on the pod, boys, anytime. <laughs> we stand Taika and Wilson. <laughs> I'm working on the Wilson shrine. Well, you'll see it, people, when I get it done. I'll tweet it out. I'll put it on my Snapchat and all that good stuff, Facebook and everything. Wilson Shrine is on the way. Good. <laughs> it needs to happen. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for the Wilson Shrine. But that's all I got for that topic. I think it could be interesting, but I'm aiming for a Captain Rex instead yeah. of a Boba Fett. Or maybe both. I mean, yeah, exactly. You could play both. That's the cool part of it. But I don't know. They gotta he's dead, so they gotta do something good to bring him back. But yeah, that's all I got. Awesome. I did forget. I did forget something. I was gonna I was gonna I'll add a little segment here at the end. I'm gonna make amends this week again. And the first person to tweet me or text me or whatever that what I have to do, remember the rules. I do not do uh what's it called? Ice. I, you can't ice me. And I'm gonna make up the second rule because there's always that guy. I'm not gonna butt chug, okay? <laughs> Last week I got mad at Luke for not ever seen Kill Bill and I heard from multiple people that they have also not seen Kill Bill and I might have been being an uppity asshole about <laughs> Luke not seeing Kill Bill or anyone else not seeing Kill Bill so I apologize and so I'm making amends to the listeners so first listener to tell me what to do I'll do it I guess I mean let's go easy on me please I, I don't want to die how about the listeners DM me and then I'll choose from those DMs? That works too. Whatever you want to do, but uh, just go easy on me, please. Because you got mad at me. Please, yeah, no. I don't know. <laughs> and now I was I was I appreciate everybody having my back. Oh, no one had your back. They were just like, Yeah, I haven't seen Kill Bill either. And I realized that maybe that's I was being an uppity asshole. No. Nope, that's having my back. You just don't understand. They were, they're like, you know what? Luke's right. I don't think I haven't seen that. (laughs) That's not how it goes in their head. Anyways. So yeah, that's all I had. Okay. Well, I want to say thank you to everybody listening again. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give it a follow on Spotify. It will, it would really help us out. Also, if you have anything you want to hear us talk about, let us know. We're always here to, Make the listening experience more enjoyable. Wish you were a beer.